Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Was Kenny cleared to play by the medical folks for this past game? Yes. So is it your call to make him inactive then? Yeah, that clarity didn't come until later in the week, and it was about the distribution of reps and who was best prepared and positioned to to, to help us win, and so that's the direction that we went with. Why not just have him as the emergency guy in uniform? Because, again, the, the likelihood of that coupled with the risk in terms of what I didn't see for him, it would have been, been speculating, and I just, you know, not into speculating. Well, we have done nothing but speculate since yesterday before Mike Tomlin spoke to the media and then after in the comments that he provided on why Kenny Pickett did not suit up against the Seattle Seahawks, A, as the backup, or B, even really as the emergency quarterback. A lot of confusion and a lot of questions surrounding Kenny Pickett and the Steelers. Austin Bechtold with you. It's the Fan Early Morning Show here on the second day of January. As Mike Tomlin started off the new year with some fireworks, and it was Mark Cavalli. Right here on 93.7 The Fan and on The Fan Morning Show that really lit the flame for this fire that continues to burn and burned all day yesterday surrounding Kenny Pickett where Cavalli talked about it where right away it was A, was Kenny Pickett healthy enough to suit up? Could he go? Or B, was it just something where... Kenny Pickett potentially just didn't want to be out there? Is this all of what Cabali said? Well, let's put it this way, Adam. I'm skeptical of the, him not dressing yesterday. Uh, I might be the only only way I could put it right now, but I'm very, very highly skeptical that it was 100% Mike Tomlin's decision that Kenny Pickett did not dress yesterday. Okay, so whose decision would it have been then? Are you implying that Kenny Pickett didn't want to be a backup? Are you implying that Art Rudy II had you, his hands in the pile, that it was Omar Khan? See, if I would have, if I'm by 100% known this, wouldn't you don't think it would be on the athletic website right now? Yeah, okay, so that's why I'm wondering what you're getting at then. Like, you don't well, think that it was all Mike skeptical. Tomlin's decision, then whose decision do you think it was? Well, let me pull back the curtain a little bit. Some things you know and some things you can write. And some things you know you can't write, and right now I can't write, so um, we could put it at that I'm just skeptical. The last part of that is what's most telling. 
that he knows there's something, obviously. I mean, this happens occasionally, right? Like, you know that there's something going on, but A, you can't report on it, or you want to try to find out some more information before you do. And it seems like that that was maybe the situation that Mark Cabali was in, where as the day continued to go on and progress and the story picked up more and more traction, more and more outlets, people that cover the Steelers, confirmed, put it out there, that yes, indeed, they're hearing the same thing. That Kenny Pickett did not want to be the backup to Mason Rudolph in Seattle. There's a lot to digest here. And if you want to weigh in, 412-928-9370, 412-928-9370. Why would Kenny Pickett do this? This is, again, in the indication that it's true. And if Mark Cabali is saying that it's true, and Nick Faribault went on with Donnie yesterday and basically confirmed it as well, those are two very reliable sources. Two people that are distinguished in covering the Steelers. Nick's younger and hasn't been covering the team as long as Cabali, but Cabali's been on the beat for 20 years he reports on it, there's a very good likelihood that it's true and that it's believable. Other people were reporting it and then others were trying to dispute it. So do we really know what's going on and are we really going to be able to find out? Who knows? But the point of the matter is, I really do wonder the mindset for Kenny Pickett right now. He must be in a very difficult spot seeing his starting spot basically evaporate, at least for one more game this season. And depending on if the Steelers make the playoffs or not, they'll reevaluate and see if potentially you go with Mason Rudolph again or you go with Pickett. And if you win and you get the necessary help you need, I can't imagine the Steelers going back to Pickett unless Rudolph is absolutely horrendous, but the Ravens' B team is even worse. And even then they might go with Rudolph because he's gotten them to this point. And the whole notion of riding the hot hand. Kenny Pickett hasn't been the hot hand. Mason Rudolph has put 30 points on the board in back-to-back games. 400 yards of offense. The offensive line was incredible against Seattle. It was the work of an offensive line that Marquise Pouncey and David DeCastro and Ramon Foster and Gilbert and Villanueva at the tackle positions were known for providing. With Le'Veon Bell back there dancing behind the offensive line because they were creating running lanes for him where he can hit the hole and take off for 15, 20-yard gains. They ran for over 200 yards against Seattle. Najee Harris and Jalen Warren were fantastic. You saw it on the graphic. They both combined for over 1,000 scrimmage yards. The running game is what's fueling this team. The running game was not this good when Kenny Pickett was in there. Maybe it's the opponents. Maybe it's Cincinnati and maybe it's Seattle. But Mason Rudolph put up 30 points against the Cincinnati Bengals where it was 16 for Kenny Pickett. Different story, right? And it could have been 23, depending on what Deontay Johnson 
catching the football and that disputed call. Steelers still ended up winning the game. And yes, Pickett is 7-2 and when he starts and finishes a game. But I just don't get this from a Kenny Pickett perspective. Mason Rudolph will be the one to get the start. And at this point in time, it's the only logical thing that just makes sense. He's playing the best out of any Steelers quarterback has since Ben Roethlisberger retired. Right, Tomlin? We're going to leave the ball in Mason Rudolph's hands. He's done a good job, and we've done a good job in the most uh, recent two weeks. We've taken care of the ball. He's taken care of the ball. We scored points at a rate in which we hadn't done uh, to this point this year. Uh, And with the urgency of the moment and and because of those reasons, we're going to leave the ball in his hands. But I say all those things uh, with the understanding that I know Kenny is very capable, and particularly as it pertains to this matchup, um, Kenny has led us to victory. Uh, late in the game, the last two times we played Baltimore. And so we feel like we got two capable guys. Uh, we'll proceed into the week the same way that we did last week, but just knowing uh, that his availability is less in question. His availability is less in question, but it will be Mason Rudolph. So I do truly wonder if Pickett will be the backup this week. And look, things can change, they can. If Kenny Pickett doesn't want to be the backup last week, he feels the heat, all the reports that are coming down, you know he's probably going to see it. He's going to be asked about it today. Why weren't you the backup? Why didn't you suit up against Seattle? He came out and said, when they asked, the media asked him, did you learn anything by being on the sideline? He flat out just said no. What position are we in with Kenny Pickett right now? It's just... It just keeps getting worse for me. The injuries are a concern. I like when he is able to put together full performances on the field, like anybody would, but he just has not been able to do that. Of course, being a fourth-quarter warrior is a good thing, but you just need the full four quarters to be just not a microcosm of inconsistency. And that's part of the problem. You're going to be in games... If you played a gauntlet, they lost 2-10 Arizona and New England. And yes, Kenny Pickett got hurt. But I do wonder if you laid out Miami, Baltimore, Kansas City, and Buffalo. Four games in a row. A murderer's row type of schedule, all in a row. How would the Steelers play? I would bet that in two of those games, the Steelers would be down by two possessions either in the first half or early in the third quarter. In two of those games. Especially depending on where the games are played. And I think part of the problem is how much confidence do you have in Kenny Pickett to be able to make his way back and get the job done early on before you even get to the fourth quarter where the light seemingly just turns on. We haven't seen him in the last couple of games, and Mason Rudolph has balled out. Mason Rudolph has earned the opportunity to give it a go this week. There's no other way around it. There's no questioning it. But from a Kenny Pickett perspective, look, I, I was out on him after halfway through the season, a couple of games where he just continued to flounder, not play well, etc. This is just another log onto the fire. Now, will the Steelers do anything about it? Will their mentality change at all? Probably not. 
My jumping off point was at the Browns. The 13-10 loss on a Sunday where you lost to Dorian Thompson-Robinson, who's out for the season, and it's not even him leading the Cleveland Browns to the playoffs. It's Joe Flacco, who was probably a top-five quarterback in Browns history, at least in modern history, dating back to the 70s. And he's played, like, what, six, seven games with them? It's been nearly incredible for Cleveland, where they have a chance to potentially do some damage in the playoffs because their defense is so good. And Joe Flacco has brought stability to the quarterback position that Deshaun Watson was not able to do in a year and a half. So what does this really mean for Kenny Pickett? 412-928-9370. Let's go to Ross. Ross, what are your thoughts? You know what? If the reports are true on Kenny Pickett and there's no reason to think they're not, it's such a bad look for Kenny Pickett. He's 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 a young kid that did really good things his last year at Pitt. This is a joke. Man up, be a professional, and play the game. These egos are just absurd. What do you think? Yeah, I, I appreciate the call, Ross. It is. In if you're just, if you're Kenny, in in what right situation? Because Jerry Dulac said he was healthy. He could give it a go. He could suit up. It's not like health is an issue. Okay, I get it. If you're not healthy to go, if you can't suit up, okay, that's fine. But again, we've seen what this team thinks now of Mitch Trubisky, where Trubisky's never going to get back on the field again for the Steelers, right? Especially not this season. But he was in position as the backup. One bad hit to Mason Rudolph. One rolled ankle. He's in the football game. If you're Kenny Pickett and you've seen the injuries that this team has had at the quarterback position, why wouldn't you want to be the backup just in case? And if Rudolph gets hurt, Kenny can come in, and if he leads the team to a victory, just in this hypothetical situation, because yes, injuries happen in football all the time, and he's the one that guides the team to a win in Seattle, then the narrative completely changes. Kenny Pickett is starting this week in Baltimore against what could be the Baltimore B team. Not sure yet what Baltimore is going to potentially deploy. And if Lamar Jackson's going to play, they'll make six, seven guys inactive. Who will it be? If it's Lamar, if it's Roquan Smith, if it's Patrick Queen, if it's Kyle Hamilton who did not play last week, maybe they sit a good offensive lineman. Ronnie Stanley's had some injuries. Maybe they don't play him. Maybe they don't play Odell Beckham just because he's an injury-prone wide receiver, but it's had a really good season for them. Zay Flowers has been good, etc. You could be talking about Mason Rudolph after a three-game losing streak being inserted into the lineup and winning three games to get to the playoffs. And then you're facing off against either Kansas City, Buffalo, or Miami. And I would probably rather play Kansas City just because of how up and down they are. You don't know what you're going to get. I never want to bet against Patrick Mahomes, but if there was any season to do so, it would be this year. Buffalo, for me, is a team that can go to the Super Bowl. It would not surprise me whatsoever if they do. I just think they can win a shootout against Baltimore and their defense, not as good as Baltimore, but can play with the Ravens. And Miami, you go to Miami, Joey Porter Jr. does Decent against Tyreek Hill. Jalen Waddle's banged up. 
Hill's banged up too. Bradley Chubb is now out for the season. You have some options there. There's some potential. What's up? You're on the fan. Or if they do. Um, not too much. I just wanted to bring up the point about Kenny Pickett's attitude. This just falls in line with a long line of other players underneath Mike Tomlin that has been attitudes that are not welcome in the sports field with A.B. to Le'Veon Bell to Martinez Bryant to others. This is Mike Tomlin's issue, and this is the Steelers' locker room issue is their egos, and Tomlin doesn't have control of that. Mike Tomlin is the problem and will always continue to be the problem with the way how he coaches, the way how he treats these men. Cower would have never done that or put up with that. It's time for Tomlin to go. Thank you. Yeah, so a lot of good points there, and I appreciate the call. Yeah, I still think, despite the two-game winning streak, despite still being alive, that it is probably still best for this team to move off of Mike Tomlin. 17 years in a row without a losing season, it is a great thing. It is a great accomplishment. I don't think that you can deny that, but you also can't hide behind it as a shield for why Mike Tomlin has to stay. And you can admit that, yes, things, in terms of an overall trajectory, I call it NFL purgatory. Because, again, you're stuck in the middle. And part of that is because you don't have a franchise quarterback. You have Mason Rudolph, somebody who has tried to be shunned off this team for years, where they said pretty much, okay, Mason, you're free. Go and sign with anybody else that you want. And he couldn't because nobody wanted him. So he came back, third quarterback, pretty much with the understanding that he wasn't going to play. Right? You would imagine there's going to be Pickett all season, Mitch Trubisky, if something happens. But there was real no there was really no expectation this year that Mason Rudolph was going to play at all, right? At least I didn't have any expectation that Rudolph was going to play. If so, I thought the Steelers would have six wins, Pickett would be hurt, Mitch Trubisky would be horrendous, and then they'd have to turn to Mason to basically say, okay, we have no other options, here you go. And in a way, some of that happened. Rudolph... Is playing very well. Pickett got hurt. Trubisky was bad. And now he gets his chance. But it's not a five-win team. It's not a six-win team. It's now a nine-win team. And if they play the Ravens' backups and play well, there's a very good likelihood that this is a 10-win team, a 10-7 and team that potentially but will not make the playoffs. Now, the playoff-clinching scenarios for the Steelers, there are uh, a lot. There's five different things that can happen. The Steelers can win and have a Buffalo loss, and they're in. Buffalo plays in Miami. Miami got slapped by Baltimore. Buffalo barely beat New England. Eh, Some potential there. I think what might be more likely, though, is a Steeler win and a Jacksonville loss or tie. They're not going to tie. This isn't going to be like a Chargers-Raiders situation where if they both would have tied, they both would have gone in. But yet... The Steelers ended up getting lucky by a last-second field goal that won it. Jacksonville's plays at Tennessee. Can you see Jacksonville winning that game? If Trevor Lawrence is healthy, most definitely. If not, it's up for grabs because it's a divisional game. It's on the road. They're not playing the Carolina Panthers again, who are a disheveled mess and David Tepper's throwing drinks at fans. Or Steelers can win and Houston and Indianapolis can tie. That's not going to happen. 
Steelers can win, and Jacksonville can lose, Indianapolis and Houston doesn't tie. Another potential option. Oh, that's if the Steelers tie, rather. Steelers tie, Jacksonville loses, Houston and Indy doesn't end in a tie. Or the last option goes with a Steelers loss, Jacksonville loss, and a Denver win. So there's a lot of different situations out there. And Mason Rudolph has to be the guy to be able to carry you through the rest of the season. It might be one game. It might be two games. It might be three games. Probably going to be no more than three games. If you get three games, that means the Steelers have gotten the help they needed, have gotten into the playoffs, and have won a playoff game. I don't expect to see Kenny Pickett throughout the rest of the season. For this game, or even in the playoffs. If they get in, and they win this week, Mason Rudolph will have played well. And if he hasn't have played well, he was played good enough for the Steelers to win. And yes, they're playing against potentially the Ravens' backups, at least a quarterback, and a couple other impactful positions. Mason Rudolph will still remain the quarterback. And I think there were some good points brought up by the last caller there about egos and the offense. It's all the offense. How often have we seen this on the defensive side, right? Like, again, you're talking about Juju, Claypool, George Pickens. These are just examples of what's happened in the past. You know, Najee Harris doesn't seem like he's the most enthused wanting to talk to the media at times, saying, yeah, what do you think of Mitch? Uh, I guess. You know, he's good, I guess. And Deontay Johnson has been very outspoken. As we've seen, when you win, crickets. Things go away. But Kenny Pickett has gone away, and he seemingly just isn't happy about it. And these reports have come down from multiple different sources, multiple different reporters that I trust, that makes me believe that it has to be true. When five or six reporters are saying it's true and one says it's false, I'm. it's natural to believe the five or six reporters that are very credible to believe that it's true. It's That's just the reality of it. And I do think it's hard for Pitt fans to hear that and not just naturally come out and defend their guy. I get it. I do. It's tough. Pitt fans are, have been in a very difficult position where they love Kenny Pickett for what he did for the team and winning the ACC and revitalizing the program and bringing the program back to national prominence. They went to the Peach Bowl. They won the ACC. Kenny Pickett was a huge reason why. He was a Heisman finalist. And things are just not going well. He's not an offense. He's not an offensive juggernaut leading quarterback who's going to lead an offense to continuously score 30 points, which Rudolph has done in back-to-back games. Now, the bottom could fall out for Mason Rudolph. The bottom eventually will fall out for Mason Rudolph. That's just the reality of it. He's going to hit that wall that backup quarterbacks do, like Jake Browning did, like others did as backup quarterbacks. Tommy DeVito. And I'm not saying Mason Rudolph is Tommy DeVito. Mason Rudolph is better. But he's going to hit that wall. So going in the next season, what do you do? 412-928-9370. Talk about that. Also touch on the college football playoff in a little bit. And the Penguins are on a roll. They'll play tonight against the Washington Capitals, like their chances tonight, as the Pens are looking to try to turn this thing into the new year and 
really just continue to turn it on. They're only a couple points back. They're still in seventh in the Metro. But just a couple points back of being in second place. The margin between second and seventh right now is not much at all. And should be very exciting for the Penguins. The Fanoy Morning Show is presented by CGR Wholesale. Where the average Joe buys like a pro at CGR Wholesale. Fan weather. Give you that now. It's presented by Sun Chevy. 23 Silverado 1500s up to 7500 in rebates. SunChevy.com. Currently 30 degrees. High of 37 with a low of 29. Partly cloudy skies throughout the day. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Austin Bechtel with you. It's the Fan Early Morning Show. Mike Tomlin spoke to the media yesterday and said it'll be Mason Rudolph in Baltimore as the Steelers look to try to clinch a playoff spot with a win and get some health above a loss. Or a loss from Jacksonville. A couple other things can happen. But they need help to be able to get this thing done. And it's possible. The Steelers could get it and then get into the playoffs. Just have to wait and see. But getting your thoughts. Old German Rod, what's up, man? Good morning. Um, Kenny needs to put his pants on. Quit crying. And uh, just a hypothetical. Mason wins out and wins you a playoff game. Or a Steeler controversy, and if it wasn't for the Browns quarterback coming off the couch, Mason would be the uh, feel-good story, the comeback story of the year. Yeah, that he would. He would be one of the guys. I don't think he'd win comeback player of the year. Demar Hamlin, I think, is going to win that just because of everything surrounding the circumstances. I mean, what happened to him was horrific, and he made his way back to even being on the roster. He might end up being the one that wins it over somebody like Joe Flacco or anybody else you can think of as comeback player of the year. There's a lot of very deserving candidates this year. But yeah, Mason Rudolph is one of those guys that should be getting a little bit more attention than he already is. You could tell that his 
teammates love him. A lot of them were commenting on his Instagram posts. And that's always something that makes you tell that Mason Rudolph, he's got he's got the guys. He's got the trust of the guys. And really, I mean, Joey Porter Jr. I saw commented. And I think Najee Harris and Pat Fryermuth. And a lot of guys like Mason Rudolph. And when you win, of course, there's going to be a lot of great things surrounding him. The college football playoff did not disappoint last night either between the Rose Bowl overtime game, Michigan and Alabama. Man, what a game that was. Michigan able to hold defensively. Milrow for Alabama on a quarterback run on fourth down. It didn't make much sense. It looked like the Milrow of the middle of the year for Alabama, who was basically somebody that Bama tried to hide and not have lose the game. And then Michael Penix looked really good for Washington. Quinn Ewers was pretty solid. Texas is a good team. Washington got it done. Washington and Michigan is going to be a really good championship. I kind of think Michigan's going to win it. I hope Washington wins. But again, we got to see some crop of quarterbacks that are going to be coming out this year between Bo Nix, Michael Penix, and of course the top of the top in Caleb Williams and Drake May and Jalen Daniels. Jaden Daniels, who won the Heisman Trophy. There's a lot of quarterbacks out there. So, yeah, Kenny, get back out on the field. I would not be surprised if he's the backup this week. I expect that he will be the backup this week just because you never know what's going to happen. And maybe it was the preparation aspect of it, but Kenny's been the starter the whole entire year. Really? Do you really need him to be that prepared and know what's going on? He's in the meetings to be the backup for Mason Rudolph. Especially because he had some practice reps. There's been guys that have played with less. So there's a lot of things that need to change for the Steelers. Overall, we know that. But right now, for Pickett, I I didn't see this coming. I, I didn't expect it. And ideally, he's the backup and we get to hear an explanation from Pickett and hear from himself what he has to say about it, but we'll learn more once Pickett talks. Austin Bechtel with you is the Family Morning Show. Pre-show is next on the fam. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 